Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. He's fresh off his trip to Europe. We, we, we've got Alex joining us. So Alex, welcome or bonjour. Is that what we're supposed to say now? How, how's it going? Wrong person to ask. I still don't know, but um, <laughs> thank you for having me back. So so let's start. Just get, give us kind of like the high level view of the trip. How was it? Good experience? Uh, all that kind of stuff. It was amazing. I think we got a really good chance to explore the cities as a team, see the different cultures, the lifestyles out there. And it was a really good bonding experience. I think we got to see, you know, we took a cooking class together, had a cooking competition. We you know, saw an F1, you know, racetrack to like little tour around Monaco as well. Um, it was super cool, super special, once in a lifetime experience. And I think we all really enjoyed the trip. So I know you talked a little bit about the the bonding there. So I know you got to do some off the court stuff, but before we get into all that fun stuff, let's talk a little on the court stuff. What was it like getting to play some actual games against, you know, competition that wasn't just inner squad, uh, scrimmages there and starting to put these pieces together and build some of that chemistry on the court it was so much fun i think you know it's hard to you know play against each other every day in practice so um you know it's good refresher to have some new competition and you know it was really good just to see where we're at as a team right now and compared to you know where we were last year summer so um i thought we were doing well i thought we looked really good on the court I think we have a long way to go still, but I think it's a great starting point. I think we all played well. I think, you know, people really showed what they were capable of doing, and I think this team can be special once again. As you look back at, on what it was like playing in these games uh, overseas, any of the, the new guys stick out to you as guys are like, wow, like, you know, I've seen them in practice, but now seeing them in games, like, it, it's cool to see what they're doing out there. Yeah, I think, really, I think, all the new guys stood out. I'm not just saying that, just like, you know, be compliments and stuff, but <laughs> I really did think they all stood out. I think everyone was given an opportunity, a fair opportunity to go out there and play, and everyone made the most of it. So Cam was making shots, Steph was doing his thing, Solo, Jaden, Yusef, Jaden, all of them. So um, they all played well. I think Jaden surprised me the most, I guess I'd say, out that group, just his ability to defend and knock down the shots. And that's the same for Solo, too. I think Solo played with a lot of energy as well. So I'd definitely key in, I guess, on those two. But I think everyone was fine out there for the new guys. Now that, that you're in year two of, of playing for this team, I'm I'm sure some changes made to the playbook a little bit. Now that you, you lose three you know, big pieces from last year, now you, you've got younger guys in the mix here, some newer guys. Um, how's the playbook changed at all, you know, if at all, you know, heading into this season based on, you know, what you were doing overseas? Yeah, I think really for what we've played for the summer, I think a lot of it is similar to what we did last year. I think you see a lot of that off-ball screening action. You see a lot of those stagger actions, all those looks that helped get Jordan shots, helped get Tristan downhill. I think we have a lot of those similar last year, compared to last year. I'm not sure if it's going to stay the same because we'll probably add specific plays for like Donovan and Tristan, Cam, yeah. etc. So um, I think that's to come when the games get closer. But really, 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it's been going well. <laughs> what was it like getting to play against some of this European competition? I know it's always, you know, interesting to go up against other, you know, other groups from, from these different countries. And you, you see a lot of these other colleges and universities going up against overseas competition. You see some of the results. I mean, you guys seem to, you know, not take much uh, much time off for, from what you guys were doing last year and beating these teams down and and seeing that play out again overseas. No, yeah, it was amazing. It's definitely different how they play out in Europe compared to here. The rules, the refs. Um, <laughs> better, better or worse? Better or worse? The Big East refs are much better. I'll give them that. But um. No, it's really different. I think the style that they play, a lot of motion, just, you know, shooters, just continue to move it. It's really going to help us, and it helped us prepare our defense for those type of offenses as well. And, um, yeah, I think it's just completely different out there, the energy, just everything really about how the European teams played out there was unique, I think, compared to most college basketball teams. If there's a takeaway or two that you guys got from this trip from a basketball perspective that you guys, you know, particularly want to work on a couple things as you get closer to the start of the season, you still got some off season left. What do you think, uh, you know, a takeaway or two might be? Yeah. For like improvements. Yeah. Uh, Defensively. I think we just got to tighten up defensively. We've had spurts where we allowed too many points and then uh, rebounding. I think rebounding really started with, me and Donovan, we got to do a better job of enforcing that on the team. We, some, we let up way too many rebounds at points. So I think we just got to be more physical and just more stronger and have a much better will when it comes to rebounding, which will definitely come when you play for Coach Hurley by, the, by November. <laughs> All right. That's uh, some, some good stuff to, to work on there. It- Moving away from some of the basketball stuff and, and looking at the fun stuff you got to do, you know, just taking a look at social media, it seems like you guys had a lot going on while you were there outside of basketball. What was your favorite of the activities you got to do out there? For me, I really liked that cooking class. I think it was a competition, so everyone was really into it and just, you know, you had trash talking from team to team. You had Coach Hurley trying to say his group's the best. And then um, it was a lot of fun. I've never really cooked like that before. The only thing I could really make is like the PB&J. So like (laughs) actually learning how to like cut vegetables, not cut vegetables, but like cut squid. I had to cut squid and then um, do all that stuff I probably would never do here. I think that was just super fun for me. That and then um, seeing the cathedrals, I think just touring the cities and just you know, walking along the water or, you know, cathedrals, all that stuff. I think just exploring the cities was also up there. So you you say there's a little bit of trash talk going on in the cooking competition. <laughs> who, who's, who's the best trash talker on the team? On the team? I'll just say, we don't, I don't know, Hassan maybe, Cam. I'd say one of those two. They talk the most probably on the court, but I'd say Hassan. I'm Tristan, maybe two. Say those that, th- those three. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosol's Meats. This fourth generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosol's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. 
And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosalsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview. When it comes to cooking, I, I know, you know, back at back in stores, maybe there's some cooking done, uh, you know, in, in your dorms and apartments. Who, who's the best cook on the team? <laughs> best cook? Oh, my goodness. On this year's team? Last year's team, that would have been easy. That would have been Andre for sure. And then Adama was up there, too, based on what I heard. I never had Adama's food. Though. <laughs> um, this year's team. Oh my goodness. Um I don't even know. I'm gonna say no one for now. I'm gonna say no one. I need to try the food. I'm gonna say no one for now. I don't know who on the team can even cook like that. We all everyone's saying they can cook and stuff, but I'm gonna say no one for now. Damn, that's bad. I mean, we need to find someone that can. All right, well, you know what? It gives people a reason to tune in later into the season to uh to hear who the best cook on the team is. What what was Andre's specialty that uh that he'd whip up? He'd always make good rice and shrimp. Okay. Rice, shrimp, some chicken, but his rice was very good. Very All good. Right. There we go. Um while we're talking on food, this this question comes in uh from our friends at, at Martin Russell's Meats out of out of New Britain, our sponsor here. So and I, I'm prefacing with this because they have really good good meats, good hot dogs, good kielbasa. So I'm sure nothing compares to to what they have. But what was the best food that you got to eat while you're in Europe? Europe, I'm gonna say this spot called Bivio. I loved it so much. It was in uh, Barcelona, and um, I, I had a steak come out, and I thought it was like raw. I thought I had to send it back. I thought I had to like you know I didn't want to cause a scene, but like it was not edible. <laughs> but um. They brought out like a little, um, like a little stove thing where you could cook on it. So like our whole oh. table just cooking steaks on it too, and like it cook instantly. And then after it was so good, you had all the spices that came out with it too. Had some pasta with it, quesadillas. It was amazing. For some reason, I loved it so much, and I couldn't get it out of my head the entire <laughs> trip after I went there. Oh, that's that's that does sound sound pretty good. Uh, I, I assume after the experiences in in Houston last year, no no one got any calamari out there. Um, no, we did. I'm not gonna oh. lie. <laughs> Don, Donovan and I had some calamari on the pool, <laughs> we and it was good. okay. It was okay. Everyone was fine. It was the last day, so we were good. <laughs> What, what do you think just personally from getting to be a part of this trip you know it's going to be just like the the biggest takeaway from you and, and getting to kind of go and experience europe whether it was you know both the playing and getting to just experience the new new places i think it's really just going to be the experiencing and the memories that we made as a team i think i mean those games were blowouts so you might remember them but i think for us, really, it was the first time out the country. So when you start thinking about traveling across the world or foreign, like you're going to think like first time I went out with my UConn team, with my coaches yeah. and teammates. So I think that's just going to always go in the back of your head and just be replay some of the memories that you had with your team, just the places you visited. So I really think it was the perfect bonding experience. And I really do think we became so much more connected after the trip compared to before. I saw you got a little uh, jet ski action in there. How fast do you push that jet ski? 
I was pushing it. It said 70 kilometers an hour, which I guess <laughs> it's like only 40 something miles per hour. And I thought I was going like 100, 120 <laughs> miles per hour. I thought I was cruising in the water, but no, if it felt like I was going to die there in the water, but it was not that fast, I guess. <laughs> I, I've got a few more questions, but I, I've got one final one on, on the Europe trip, and then we'll just get to a couple others to wrap here. But th- I think this is the one everyone wants to to hear your answer to. What was it like finally getting to meet Big Larry? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd seen he was at the first game, but um, I didn't like actually like recognize him or like see him really. So I was like kind of looking out for him in the um, Barcelona game, the first one. And I seen him right away, right behind our badge. I was like, I seen this dude so much on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> so like, I was kind of like shocked, I guess, just be like, see what like a Yukon fan looks like from the Twitter, from the Twitter <laughs> world. And then, um, no, I met him after. He's super cool. Talked about his beard. I know he was big into the beard. And um, yeah, he's a super cool guy. So it was awesome meeting him. There we go. Bring it. I remember when you came on, when you first committed, you were like, "Oh, this guy, Big Larry." Like that's one of the things I remember. So I'm like, "There we Was go." That him? Yeah, there we go. It's come full circle here. Wow. Um, uh, hey, you know, I, I know you're back now, getting to to relax a little bit. Got anything? Uh, anything fun planned these last few weeks of, of summer before things kick back into high gear? I think helping my trainer run a camp right now. I think that's always fun for me. Just working with younger players from my towns and then um the cape i love the cape i'm gonna try to go to the cape go to the beach with my friends try to spend as much time with them before they won't see me until after games so (laughs) i'd say that and and, uh, i'm not sure what we're going to talk next because i know you know football and it'll be fall sports season um but once you get back to campus, what are the, you know, kind of first couple months like back before you really, you know, comes to first night and things really then kick into high gear? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of practice, a lot of grinding. I think these months become harder with, you know, how close the season is and, you know, just anxious to get the games going. So, well, it's going to be a lot of hard work. I think it's going to be definitely going to be a lot of grinding. Coach Hurley's going to ramp up practices ramp up you know the UConn standard to everybody and um you know that's really when the team's going to form an identity and I think you know we're going to need to put in the work and create that identity for us this season and uh, of course I'll, I'll wrap with a school question here favorite class you're, you're looking forward to uh come the fall Oof. um hmm. taking biology this first semester so i'm kind of into the biology just seeing what that's all about this year <laughs> there there you go good, good, good luck with that i was like a biology for non-science majors kind of guy so uh good, good luck with that one <laughs> thank you <laughs> but alex uh, as always really appreciate you taking some time to come on uh we'll talk some more as we get closer to the season and throughout the season but i, I think this europe trip was I mean, it was fun to watch you guys out there, but it was fun because it gave us the opportunity to connect on a couple of these before we uh, we really get into the season. So thanks so much, as always. Oh, thank you for having me once again. Anytime. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Cutler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. 
Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.